Welcome to the Elevate Effect podcast, where we give you the resources to take you from workloads to workflows. I'm your host, Courtney. I'm an online systems educator for coaches. Fueled by cold brew and a love for watching endless reruns of Friends, I'm here to give you the tools and the support you need to scale your business and take back charge of your life and your time. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and let's do the damn thing. Okay, guys, so today we're going to be talking all about your end of year action planning and mapping. So we are quickly approaching 2022, which is just absolutely crazy to say. (laughs) And with that being said, you know, we're about to enter a period of New Year's resolutions and goal setting and planning both personally and professionally. So, you know, disclaimer, this process that we're going to talk about in this episode can be used for both personal and professional goals. So just a little heads up, this is going to be applicable to all of it. But I really want to go ahead and start diving into why our New Year's goals or resolutions fail because how many times do we set a new year's resolution and we last about you know two weeks maybe a month maybe you make it three months tops and they fizzle out right whether it's because we don't have time we just forget about it and just stop doing it you know whatever that looks like i want to kind of talk about two of the biggest reasons why that happens number one our goals or our resolutions are not specific enough. And then number two, their goals or resolutions that we don't actually want. So we are in a state where we are constantly connected with everyone um, via social media, some type of technology, Facebook, Instagram, texting, whatever it is, we're connected 24 seven. And we're constantly seeing what everyone else is doing with their life and comparing ourselves and comparing our lives to theirs. And what happens with that is we start allowing people or their lives to determine what we want our lives to look like. Instead of actually sitting down and connecting with ourselves and deciding this is what I want for my life because it's important to me, not because I saw somebody else doing it. And so when we're setting our New Year's resolutions, I think we really get caught up in that and we forget to kind of check ourselves and be aware of what our wants and desires are versus what everyone else is telling us it should be. So something I'm always telling my students in my course is that we are basically exposed to what everyone else is doing and we need to start thinking about what we should be doing versus what everyone else is. And so when it comes to goals, when it comes to New Year's resolutions, you know, that's really something to keep in mind. And so what we're going to go ahead and do today is we're going to talk about how to kind of review your year and then use that to determine your goals for next year, your resolutions. And then we're going to actually break this down step by step on how to plan your New Year's resolutions or goals for 2022. So we're gonna go ahead and start with reviewing the year. And the very first thing that we'll start with is what went well. So we're gonna go ahead and give you a couple of questions that you can prompt or ask yourself. Every quarter I would say is the best. So whether you're doing this at the end of the year and you're going back and doing these questions for Q1 through four, or maybe moving forward in 2022, you wanna go ahead and set some calendar reminders at the end of each quarter to go ahead and review this stuff while it's fresh in your mind. That would really be my recommendation um, is if you could go ahead and do these after each quarter ends. So the questions I'm going to go ahead and give you guys, um, I would go ahead and you can write them down, come back to this episode later. But if you caught my quarterly planning podcast episode, you have started to actually implement quarterly meetings. And so this is, again, an example where you can reference your quarterly meeting notes to help you out. But 
First things first is what personal strengths helped you do your job or meet your quarterly goals effectively? What skills do you have that you believe you could use more effectively? And what kind of work came easiest to you? So those are some things in the general what went well category that I would have you guys go ahead and start evaluating. And then when it comes to things that maybe didn't go so well, some of the questions that you can ask yourself is maybe what goals or deliverables were you least proud of and why? And how would you do those differently in the future? What are two to three things that you will focus on in the next quarter to help you grow and develop? And then what could you do to help yourself better meet your goals next time? So those are just some typical prompts we ask ourselves in these planning sessions, um, just because we wanna evaluate the why and not just, okay, hey, this happened acknowledging it and moving forward, we wanna understand, right? And so some action steps is to go ahead and answer these questions for each quarter in 2021. Then take action with what went well and what didn't go well. So make an action plan for what didn't go well. So how are you going to take that and implement what you learned from it into your business? And then how can you use data from what didn't go well to help you make that decision for next year? So if you guys aren't already tracking metrics and data in your business, it's definitely something I would recommend you going ahead to start doing because using data to make decisions in your business is really going to be the biggest way for you to start pinpointing maybe potentially why things weren't going well and if they weren't going well, where that source was coming from. Then you wanna go ahead and make note of the things that did go well that you also loved to do. And after you've evaluated each quarter in 2021, you can move on into step two for creating an action plan for 2022, which is vision planning. So step number two, <laughs> vision planning. If I'm going to be honest, when I first heard of vision planning, I didn't want to do it point blank. I did not want to do it. I thought it was going to be fluffy, a waste of my time. And I'm not a fluffy person, right? If you guys have listened to my podcast, you know that I talk about it all the time. I want to know steps. I want to know the tangibles and the things that I can actually do. So for me, vision planning seemed really fluffy. So I had to find a way to strategically break it down into actionable steps that made sense for me. So a vision plan should really be a super clear, right? We want it to be almost like a blueprint to your business. You want to keep it simple enough that the internal and external individuals would be able to understand it. So if you gave me a piece of paper and you said, hey, this is the vision plan for my business, I should be able to really, really understand without knowing anything about you or your business, what your vision is. And it needs to be specific to your business and specific to an outcome that you can only provide. It needs to be ambitious, but also attainable and then align with your personal values and missions as well. So some questions to ask yourself, what is your most important overarching goal for 2022. How would your responsibilities or tasks change to reflect that? What growth opportunities would you like to explore in order to get there? So expansion is the key to our business. And what is one area that you feel like you're wanting to really expand into that would be realistic for you and your business? So why is vision planning important? So every decision must filter through your vision. If the decision doesn't directly support where you wanna go, it really should be a no. And as business owners, we get so caught up in saying yes to everyone and everything because we wanna grow or make more money. But when you have a decision to make, whether it's a big one or a small one, filter it through your vision. So I kind of like to look at these like a Cosmo Magazine quiz, like one of those old Cosmo Magazine quizzes, um, like a little bit of a web. So at the very top, you ask yourself, does this opportunity get me one step closer to my vision in my business? If yes, move forward. If no, ask yourself, does this opportunity support my annual plan or my quarterly projects? 
If yes, move forward. If no, decline it, right? And what I really struggled with, I really, really struggled with, I should say, actually saying no in my business for the first couple of years because I was so nervous. If I said no, I'd never get another client or I wouldn't make enough money or I would disappoint somebody. And that wasn't moving my business forward. I was stuck in a hamster wheel and it was not working. So some examples of what you can do, you can break your vision into departments and categories to help find your vision. So for example, maybe it's your home office. I want my home office with with lots of windows and natural light. Um, what does your team look like? I want to host a team retreat next year. We have five team members. They all work remotely across the world. What does the marketing look like in your business? Maybe it's, I want my marketing to be authentic and make people feel supported. What is the impact you're making? So I want to expand my email list by 500 people. Or what about your products? So I want to introduce maybe one low price point product next year. So maybe it's a new product, maybe it's refining an old product, but those are just some examples of how you can start to tangibly break down your vision and kind of pinpointing what that looks like. So for action steps for this, set up your vision. So after you have your vision outlined, then you can move into step three, which is to set your overarching big goals to support your vision. Sorry to interrupt the flow, but this will be real quick. So if you're looking for the perfect project management tool for your business, then you have to go check out ClickUp. I manage every part of my business from within ClickUp, including launch management, client management, metrics, team, and much, much more. With a user-friendly desktop interface and a mobile app, I can also take ClickUp wherever I go. With ClickUp, you have a complete customization for your business hub and one platform as a centralized station for productivity. If you'd like to get started with ClickUp, all you have to do is click the link below in the show notes and sign up. Now back to the show. So what does this really look like? So you wanna go ahead and make sure that your goal is rooted in a very, very strong why. So you absolutely have to know exactly why you're putting in the effort to achieve this goal and how it's gonna benefit you and everyone around you. Because again, this is another example of why it's important that you are setting this goal and not setting a goal because somebody else said it should be your goal. Your goal must be crystal clear so that you know when you've achieved it and it must be within your control so that you can have direct influence over its success. So somebody completely unfamiliar to you in your business should be able to understand it. So an example, my goal is to get more exposure to my online business and earn $50,000 by December, 2022, so that I can hire my first team member and stop being the doer in my business. Super, super specific, right? Or my goal is to grow my business by 30K a year so that I can leave my nine to five and save $10,000 by December 1st of 2022. Super specific. So action steps for this. Set some goals for yourself, whether you wanna set a couple, like let's say two to three for your business and two to three personally, or maybe it's just two to three at a maximum and two are for your business and one is for you personally. And after you've defined those overarching big goals, then you can move on to focusing on defining the how, which is in step four, where we're going to reverse engineer your goals into milestones. And so what is this gonna look like? So now that you have a strong goal to work towards, it's time to break it down and look at the how. So an example we're gonna use, my goal is to get more exposure to my online business and earn $50,000 a year by December, 2022, so that I can hire my first team member and stopping the doer in my business. So how do we break this down? We're gonna break it down into three to five milestones. So that might look like this. I want to number one, gain more exposure. I wanna build out a product suite. I wanna develop a marketing strategy for that product suite. 
and I want to plan for profit. So action step, break down each of those goals into actionable milestones. So we're kind of going down a tier, right? So we're starting big with our vision. We're breaking that down into annual goals. We're breaking those goals down into these milestones. We're breaking your milestones down into mini milestones to build a project plan. So each milestone we just talked about has its own set of steps that must be completed in order to hit that milestone. So I know this is kind of hard to visualize, you know, via a podcast episode, but kind of like I said, look at it is like, we're starting really high at the top and we're, um, we're breaking things down level by level. So it's really important to continue breaking down milestones and pinpointing those outcomes so that you can start to move forward and identify the tangible tasks to make that project happen. So from the above list, we're going to say, you know, example, we're going to use is to gain more exposure. So we want to break that down into three to five steps to contribute to that milestone. So maybe to gain more exposure, you want to start a podcast, create a YouTube channel and start a blog. So if you come up with more than three to five, by all means, jot them down, but then prioritize them. So how to prioritize that? Let's go ahead and list your milestone options, then evaluate each option with the following. So determine the consequences. So record the consequences you predict you would have to deal with should certain options not be prioritized, then determine the benefits. So what are the benefits you can expect to gain from prioritizing certain options? And then determine the importance. So assessing benefits and consequences, decide whether each option fits into the category of high or low importance to you, and then determine the urgency, right? So figure out what's most urgent and record your decision. And then you're gonna cross compare each result. So I know this was a little maybe hard, like I said, to visualize. So I've actually included in the show notes, a download to a prioritization matrix, which is a visual of this so that you guys can go ahead and maybe print it off or write it down or recreate your own so that you can actually start breaking these things down. So your action steps for this is break down your milestones into mini milestones or projects, and then prioritize those milestones using the checklist prompts I discussed in that prioritization matrix included in the show notes. And then after you have that, we're gonna go ahead and move to the next step, which is breaking down your action plan. Okay, so now we wanna go ahead and break down our action plan. So I like to think of breaking this down as kind of like a funnel, really wide at the top, and then it's getting narrower and narrower as we go down. So. At the top, you have your big yearly goal, then you have your quarterly goals, then underneath that, your monthly projects, weekly focuses, and then at the very bottom, you have your daily tasks. So you're gonna choose your yearly goal. Let's just say, for example, it is to start a blog. So that is your yearly goal. And then you're gonna choose three to five quarterly goals to accomplish your yearly goal. So to reverse engineer this, to start a blog, what are three to five big goals you would have to accomplish each quarter to make that happen? And then from those quarterly goals, you wanna choose two to three monthly projects that you need to tackle to accomplish that goal. And then you wanna build your three weekly focuses in to accomplish that monthly project and then build out those daily tasks to accomplish your weekly big three. And so what this is doing is it's taking a very large goal or project and it's breaking it down all the way to what small daily tasks can I just be doing to get me closer and closer to my goal. So an example of how this will work, because I know that was kind of a lot. So maybe your yearly goal is to start a blog. So your quarterly goals could be, maybe it's developing your blog name and your main theme, 
creating the blog website and growing your blog subscribers. And then maybe your monthly projects is to purchase a hosting platform, design the blog page, research and implement website plugins, batch out the first 10 blog posts and create a promotional calendar. And then maybe your weekly focus is, is to survey your audience. You know, what would they like to learn from you? Repurpose blog posts into other content and then schedule weekly posts for newly released content. And then for those daily tasks, those could be things like engaging with your audience, commenting on other people's blogs or helping others in your niche or your industry so that you have other topics to pull from. And then after you've broken down your action plan, it's time to implement reminders to check in on your quarterly goals. You wanna go ahead and start managing and staying on top of those quarterly goals, right? So you've built out your plan, you've reverse engineered it. So how are you gonna actually stay on top of those goals so that they don't fall off you know, before the end of the year? And so I recommend scheduling number one and hosting quarterly meetings with yourself if you're a solopreneur or with your team if you have a team. And then if you haven't checked out my quarterly planning podcast episode, go check that out because I actually break down exactly how to host these quarterly planning meetings. And I think that's going to be really, really helpful for you guys um, as far as what to actually cover in those quarterly check-ins. So then the action for this is going to be to go ahead and set up recurring tasks to check in on your quarterly goals. So make sure before the new year even starts, you've got your quarterly check-in meetings that you have already scheduled out on your calendar for the rest of the year. So, you know, taking action to plan for 2022 can really be a lot less stressful when you break it down into super specific action steps. And remember that your plan is allowed and should change as you go through the year. It's okay to shift your goals and your vision as you grow and evolve to scale your business and be more aligned with you as a business. So again, we've got a couple of things linked in the show notes for you guys to help with this end of your action planning and mapping. And if you guys have questions, feel free to pop into Mighty Networks and drop it in the community. We're here to support you and we're all going to be going through this end of your action planning. And then if not, we'll see you guys on next week's episode. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the Elevate Effect podcast. If you liked what you heard, share the episode with your best friend, team member, or even your dog. If you have a minute, leave a review below or DM me on Instagram to let me know what you want to hear on the podcast next. Thanks again, and I can't wait to see you next week.